Hi guys, my name is Kalen. Hey, I'm Delmas. This is Pablo. This is Jabir. This is Kevin. Guys, welcome to the Third World Perspective. We are going to give you a Third World Perspective on all kind of sports. You name them. Beach, NBA, NFL, (laughs) Beach, F1, football. You name them. All kinds of sports. Yes. Thank you. Ciao. We'll go to the group of death, um, Hungary, Portugal, France, Germany. Actually, you can say that um, this, this, all four sides in this, in, this, um, in this group actually qualified for the Euro in 2016. They all qualified for the World Cup in 2018. So this is actually the group of death. Most people will call it the group of death. Um, they're actually very good international sides. Um, Hungary, most people might not know, but they are, the chemistry that they have within their side, there are a group that have actually um, stayed together for, I think, one of the longest times, but they're a very good side. How do you see this group shaping up, Linus? The reason I don't make predictions is because you get this instance where players get injured. For example, Zoboslav being withdrawn from the Hungry squad with an injury, who is again the, the talisman. And so, mm-hmm. you know, why were you to ask me this a week or two before that? I will tell you that Hungary were in for spoils, right? Well, you know, were, were amongst, were amongst, you know, were, were or rather, were. Well, we're amongst the favorites to proceed from this group. I would have told you that with, you know, having Sobosly and Salah. I'm missing the team one, you would see them struggling. It's probably, okay, who, who wins? I'd say France first and then Portugal second and then Germany third, with all three proceeding to, to the knockout phases. But really, who's to say? Because. Yeah, missing, Germany, missing Zalai is. Yeah, yeah mean, missing the lie will, will be a very big miss for Hungary. Yeah. But um uh, I, I hope I, I hope they actually come good. I think Ronaldo likes, likes actually likes playing against Hungary. I think he has scored multiple goals um in the past few in the past few matches that these two sides have met Portugal and Hungary. But I'll I I'll, I'll, I'll jump to the champions, the world champions. France are actually the favourites um, to come out of this group, leading the group. Obviously, um, their players play in the in the most um, in the biggest clubs in Europe. Um, the quality that this side has is uh, can actually um, not be um, measured. And actually, um, Asan Wenger, I think I think he has a role um, for, at FIFA right now. I think he's a, he's a he has a role at FIFA. I think he's a football researcher, head of football research. I think at FIFA or something like that. Um, he was interviewed about this French industry. Um, Asan Wenger is French. He said that this French side are actually the clear favourites um, to win this tournament. He thinks that. I think no other side in this tournament has the amount of quality that France have. Um, um, he did say this, but he, the, the way he spoke, he, he actually um, he was almost likening them to the U.S. In women's U.S. international in women's um, football. But he said a uh, one key thing that actually um, caught my attention is that he said he doesn't think that this French side has actually gotten to their peak. 
do you believe they've they've included their pick much because um those are those are those are very big as a part of France, yeah. even in the previous World Cup, I think they've got into their peak. Yeah. And I and I and I and I also agree with that in Wenger. I think they 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 have a fair chance of winning this. Yeah. Winning this tournament. Because man, when you look at the players <laughs> starting with Ngolo Kante. <laughs> yeah. When you have Ngolo Kante in your squad, that's uh, but they are okay. I think the most, the most, the best. Uh, it's you know when you look at the attack, Griezmann, Mbappe. You have uh, okay. Benzema is good, but Giroud is better. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know when you look at Griezmann and Mbappe down the flanks, man. They they have a very good attack midfield. They have they have the legs of uh, Odembele is that uh, is at the flank. You know. France, man, I, I think I think they're going, they're going to win this. You think they'll win this group? I'm supporting France in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> like I think it's world. Um, obviously France, France are different, man. Uh, I think I think some some of the players that they have added um to this side that are not were not in the in the in the World Cup winning squad, like players like Leo Dubois. I, I don't think I don't think he was he was there from the side that won the World Cup. But basically, they have kept most of the players. I think um, a player like Kat Zuma having a won a World Cup, um, it doesn't get much better than that. He also won the Champions League and he didn't play a single minute. It doesn't get much better than that. But um, obviously, they have a lot of talent within the side. Um, the thing that I think Asen Benga was referring to when it, when it, when it, um, when he was mentioning Peak is that um, Paul, Pogba, Paul Pogba is only 27. He's, he's one of the best midfielders um, in the world. Kingsley Coman is only 23. Kylian Mbappe has only just turned 21. I, I think he's turning 21. I think he's 20 years old. He, he's, he's 20, 21. He's so young. Um, Usman Dembele is only 23. So basically, um, is the youth that is in this um, French side is, I think, mostly what he was referring to. Do you fancy um, these guys to win the tournament lineups, or do you fancy them uh, not to, just to win this group? I mean, everything points to them winning the tournament. Uh, the, well, they won the World Cup. Their squad is balanced with a bit of experience, a bit of youth. So un- unless, unless something unfortunate happens, yes, you 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 will, you know, stake your money on them to win. But obviously, you don't. You should also not sleep on Portugal, given that they're actually defending mm-hmm. champions. They they do actually. Uh, to me, to me, this group will serve up the. Uh, the match of the tournament because Portugal, uh, France, that entire you know the rematch behind it, the history behind it, and also how these two teams tend to uh, are almost like perfect reflections of each other. You know the balance of youth and, and experience. You know Ruben Diaz have been having been named was it what PWA Player of the Year? You know alongside Pepe, a veteran of the game. Up front you have. Uh, you know, you have Joe Felix, who you see competing, who, who you know, you're born to see competing with Kylian Mbappe for Ballon d'Ors along the line. You know, our breakthrough stars like Bruno Fernandes at Manchester United, Diogo Jota at... Yeah, we, uh, yeah? Just, just to interrupt you, can we, can we actually um, put um, you predicting um, Kylian Mbappe versus 
um, Jao Felix as for the Ballon d'Or as a prediction. Yes, yes, down the line, down the line. As in, there'll be a day. Yes, <laughs> down the line. That I can make. That's a prediction I can. Yeah, I mean, you see, the trajectory is going towards that. I mean, they both have high ceilings to fulfill, and yeah, I, be, I believe down the line they'll be competing for the top awards in European football. Yeah, so, uh, the matchup against uh, Portugal and France will be quite interesting to see. Who uh, look as far as the prediction, maybe whoever wins that match might go on to win the tournament. Probably, I don't know, uh, something close to that, but yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, the match against France um, will be big for Portugal. Um, obviously, um, the, the way they won the, the, the defending champions um, of the Euro tournament, um, as of now, the way they won the tournament back in 2016, um, there with that um, solitary goal, um, in extra time, actually. After Ronaldo got injured, I think in the 16th minute, I think it was or 26th minute. I remember I was on Twitter back in 2016, actually cursing out Dimitri Payet um, for for injuring Ronaldo in that final. But um, I think I think Subhanallah was with me, um, but we won. Um, obviously, um, you guys can tell I'll be supporting Portugal in this tournament. Um, I cannot not support Portugal. I know, I know you are supporting it because of Cristiano Ronaldo and Bruno Fernandes. Yeah, I'm, su- I'm actually... This guy is, is yeah. ever a huge fan of Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if literally anyone knows me, um, I've, actually, I'm, I've, I've actually been... I think, I think I'm, I'm one of the... I'm, I won't say the best. I won't go that far because they that says I'm, that say I'm the best fan of something or someone I usually see because, but like um, I'm one of I'm one of the <laughs> one of the stronger fans of Cristiano Ronaldo. That I, I, I that that I can attest to that. <laughs> <laughs> I think Lenas can also attest to that. <laughs> I can also say the same. Yeah. <laughs> But um, obviously, um, basically, I, in any tournament um, we, on FIFA where we usually play um, in, in, on internationals, I usually play with Portugal, and it's I, um, it's safe. I think I'm safe to say that I've never lost it when I take. Uh, how, how about tomorrow we go France and Portugal? I take France, I take Portugal. In FIFA. Yeah, um, any I, I, I can even take Scotland. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. Uh, okay, Portugal. Portugal has okay. You know, when you have Cristiano Ronaldo, even yeah, Ronaldo is Lewandowski yeah, hurricane. Yeah, it's it's better than both. <laughs> it's just now at the, at this moment in their careers. But, but, as Lena said, players, just like Joe Felix, I'm a very I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of Joe Felix. Man, the generational talent. Yeah. You, you see players like Diogo Jota in Liverpool. He, he came. He came and proved that he deserves to to start in the starting eleven. Yeah. He he really. Best money, <laughs> which I never saw that coming, man. Yeah, yeah. Jota, man. Yeah. But, uh, I don't. I, okay. See, France versus Portugal. I think France have a fair chance of winning that game. Yeah. I, I, as, as well, I think. I think the the thing. Obviously, Portugal have been. I've always been overlooked. Um, there are side that they, they have not. They have not missed any tournament. I think any major tournament. I think since Cristiano Ronaldo made his debut. I don't think I don't think they have missed any major tournament, um, but I think I think the fact that these guys um, they, they they have players that play in, in the in one of the best in the best leagues in Europe, but these guys are always overlooked. These guys are always um, 
I don't think I don't think they have the star power in that in that Portuguese side, and the fact that Portugal is not um, does not have the same I think amount of um, I think finesse or, or, or flair that um, not not in terms of football, but in terms of just the name and the brand that is France, England, Germany. Portugal is a, is a side that it's it's in Europe, but it it looks like a third world country, just like <laughs> just like to yeah, to be yeah. there, man. It looks yeah. like yeah, it looks like a third world country, but. It, also, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to the partnership of uh, in that defense with Diaz and Joao Cancelo. We, can, we, have, we have seen the man really, really holding that defense in the Premier League. This yeah. in the Premier League, man. Yeah, obviously Joao Cancelo has one has had one of the most. I, I think, I, I think he has had the best season ever. These two pairs. Yeah, even. They yeah. are given me FPL points. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Especially, especially, I'm considering the fact that. It, it, Really good at Juventus, but he has not gotten to this level that he has under Pep Guardiola um, in the Premier League. Linus, do you have anything to say about um, Joao Cancelo? Because I can ramble on and on about Portugal. Uh, nothing. I mean, other than uh, I don't know. I can't actually add anything about Joao Cancelo. I believe what I can say about um, would be defenders who plays for Sporting. I believe he'll be playing at, le- at left back. He's an 18 year old, uh, quite a promising yeah. youngster. And if he gets the minutes uh, to play in the side, I believe he'll offer, he'll offer some excitement. Yeah, Nuno plays for Benfica, right? Nuno Mendes, 14. Yeah. He's, a, he's an 18 year old left back. Yeah, 14. Yeah, um, obviously, um, I think I think Portuguese side are, are, Portuguese teams are actually one of the most um, one of the most um, basically I'm not talked about teams, especially when it comes to developing talent. We have seen very great great players come from from Portugal, um, including the legends like Figo, Luis Figo. Um, obviously, not to mention Cristiano Ronaldo, Ruben Diaz, players like Pepe. Um, these all these sides, the, all these players that are actually playing in this in this um, tournament are actually very good players. But I think I think that I, I, just the talking point that I should let Portuguese fans um, just know. Obviously, we're trying to get Portuguese fans to listen to the adult perspective. But Portugal's last match, <laughs> Portugal's last match before they kick off the Euro tournament was against Hungary on Tuesday. Uh, their, their, their first match to kick off the Euro tournament will be against Hungary on Tuesday. Um, Obviously, they played against Israel last night. Um, Portugal won 4-0. Bruno Fernandes, B. Fernandes on FIFA, actually um, scored a double. Manchester City's Jao Cancelo, we were just talking about him. Um, he, had, he had a left-footed colour, which uh, I don't think we have seen so much from Jao Cancelo um, scoring that. And we had a 104th international goal for Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, CR7, obviously, is just six goals away from becoming the all-time international goal top scorer. Obviously, Ali Day, the Iranian legend, um, is the all-time top scorer in internationals with 109 goals. Do you think? Do you guys think that? I'll ask much first. Do you do you think that Ronaldo has the capability to to? I, th- I think he'll, ecl- he'll eclipse this record at some point because it's only six goals. Um, I think it's only six goals, six or five goals. I, I think he'll, he'll, he'll pass, he'll break this record at some point. But do you think it will be a this Euro tournament? Uh, <laughs> well, no. I don't think he'll break that record in this tournament. 
yeah um obviously obviously um in coming going, yeah, uh, when you look at uh, i think okay i think he has nothing to lose because you know he's come okay in this tournament when you look at his age uh, i think he'll, he'll definitely want to break that record when he still has when he still has that juice that Yeah. yeah, that I think it's the fountain of youth that uh, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, let's let's just let's just wait. Yeah, obviously, um, obviously, um, and and I can say that these have never been a fan of the guy. <laughs> Messi went <laughs> through. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we knew Messi would come up at some point. <laughs> we knew when, when, when Messi will come up at some point. Yeah, but like Ronaldo, obviously, going into the 2016 Euros, I'm only at. He went ahead to score six, um, bringing his total to the Euros at nine. He's actually the joint top scorer at the Euros. Um, Michel Platini is, is, is another one. They, they both have nine nine goals. Um, the only person that is closest to Ronaldo that is currently playing is Antoine Griezmann. Griezmann has six, and Griezmann can play in I think the next three or three or two or three Euros. Um, so th- uh, this 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 will actually be nice. Um, see how this plays out. Um, Basically, the question that I'll pose to Linus is: um, Obviously, Ronaldo is not um, the Ronaldo from the side that is not 31 year old, 32 year old Ronaldo, or 20, 25, 26, 27 year old Ronaldo. Is 36 year old Ronaldo is still a very clinical finisher. He can hurt you with his head, with his right foot and left foot. Um, but the question I'll pose to you is: Do you think the tide is just shifting at Portugal and that? CR7 is no longer Portugal's talisman. Do you think the tide has shifted on from Cristiano if to, to if Cristiano plays well, Portugal will win or if Bruno plays well, Portugal will win? Who do you think do you think the tide has shifted? I'm his captain so it hasn't really shifted. I believe uh Fernando Santos the coach I believe so. um he he understands what having Cristiano Ronaldo in your side um what it gives you and what it takes away you know he's no longer so if you have Ronaldo in your side and you want to press you may not get that but he's still clinical uh still has a uh, great off the ball movement so he's that you know he, uh, he's the leader he's a charismatic figure you know you, you as you mentioned the scenes at uh the previous final you know having come off injured him at the touchline just backing out others and trying to assume the position of a coach, of the coach rather. Uh, whether whether it's between him and Fernandez, I believe Fernandez because if you are to ask me the weakest area in Spain, uh, or rather in Portugal's side, I'd say it's midfield. And so if Fernandez is able to uh, spark that midfield into uh, into something, then the, that will um, assure us of more success, or rather of a more successful tournament. Than I said Ronaldo because again we have you have Jota you have Felix you have Andre Silva front who had uh, quite a wonderful season at Inter Frankfurt so I believe it, it it's more on Fernandez and the midfield than I say on Ronaldo but he will be chasing that record so yeah yeah man um obviously 
um the way portugal will, will play um, we'll wait to see how that how that happens um but i'm going to talk we're going to talk about the final team that we're going to talk about it's been, it has been a very long podcast um <laughs> one hour 30 minutes plus um it, it has been a very long podcast i think um we'll release this very long and like break it down as well um for guys to listen but like the last team that we're going to talk about is germany obviously these guys um they were world champions um, in 2014 um in brazil we all remember that thrashing against brazil but these they they're actually um they've actually called up a very young they've actually called up a very young side um a side that includes um champions league winners timo vana and kai havertz um we also know um sad gnabry has also won the champions league in the in the past in the past two years i think the past year um they're a very good side obviously um they obviously the, the the defeat against north macedonia was actually i think um a dark patch i think in their in their legacy as a, as a football team but um the fact that they are so young do you think um this will actually play against them much or do you think they have enough quality in in the youth um in the side to actually get them deep into the tournament yes i i really, I really do you know young, you know young players still have that that energy and they and, and they you know they play to prove something they play to prove that they can really they can really they can really do wonders yeah and you look at kai havertz man he scored scored a, a repeat of the champions league goal <laughs> but uh, in that forward when you mentioned timo van i'm not really convinced i'm not really convinced <laughs> but let's let's say mentioned timo van okay okay i think i think this this youngsters really really have a good chance really have, they have they really have a good chance of proceeding they really have a good chance of going far so yeah that's basically it Yeah man but basically this side I actually like this side especially because of its defense because its defense is not very youthful its de- its defense has actually a lot of experience <laughs> obviously Manuel yeah. Neuer just got his 100th um, appearance for the Mannschaft I think I know a little bit of German now because I can pronounce that name like with an with a Munich accent but basically Manuel Neuer obviously um is a legend of them is a legend for them we actually won the won the world cup with them back in 2015 um they have they have incredible players their goalkeeping situation i think it's just manuel noyan yeah. number one. um but their defense has a lot of experienced players like Matt Hummels at back in the side antonio rudiger just won the champions league with chelsea the other day and brechan has actually been called up as a defender which is a little bit shocking but it is understood understandable that considering that he's i think in his later stages in his career but the midfield situation always the midfield will always be stable with um i think the steel of the decade is only cruise um actually being purchased for 24 million pounds from bayern to real madrid um a few years ago but the midfield is actually looking Um, I think I think it cannot be understated players like Leon Goretzka, Ilkay Gundogan obviously just lost the Champions League. Joshua Kimmich is actually one of, the, uh, one of the best players coming up. No, uh, Ilkay Gundogan. Yes, he has a he had a he has had a very good season. So I think I think he he in that midfield he's a player a player to watch if you know when he's a player to watch yeah. because when you when you leave him alone <laughs> when you don't mark him he can really punish you. Yeah. I also think Ilkay Gundogan I think he had he had the most 
goals for Manchester yeah, City. Yeah, he was the, the top scorer yeah, of Manchester City. Yeah, which is unexpected. Yeah, which is very unexpected. They have, they have players, young players in the side. Um, Jamal Musiala, I think he's a lawyer that guy. <laughs> Musiala. Musiala. Musiala, I think he's a lawyer. He's a lawyer outside. Um, for you guys listening to us from, from um, outside, outside Kenya, basically, lawyer is a tribe in Kenya. So, uh, it, it sounds like a lawyer name, man. Jamal Musiala. Um, Florian Newhouse um, is also is also youthful, but Leroy Sane is experienced at this level. Um, players like um, Thomas Muller has actually been called into the side after after not getting a call up, and I think the, the past few times, I think Joachim Law decided to make a change because um, I think it, I think he saw that 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 offense that forward that attacking prowess um, going forward actually needs a little bit of leadership and composure. Linus, can you can you say um, anything bad about this German side? Because I'd like to hear you say it. If anyone can say anything bad, I think it, it, it's you. I mean, Germany have the same problems. I, I have have the problems at <laughs> But first, England and Netherlands, which is a position they don't know how to go forward. And now, given that this is a gloves final uh, appearance, or rather final international appearance, uh, um, appearance of the manager. So you feel you feel there's that you know uh, that uh, state of really not knowing what what uh, the way forward. So for Germany to them it seems like you know let's get this over with and then bring in the next man, which will, um, which will be Hansi Flick. Uh, like you said, a mixture of youth and experience, but then sense kind of shaky. You see, England, you know, and they, say, and they say they have the same problem as England because England have this um, array of attacking players. Um, Germany also have the same, very exciting attacking players. But then you look at the defense, uh, you have your Matt Hamels, you know, Niklas Sule, who has been really struggling with injuries. Uh, right backs, when you're relying on uh, Lucas Klosterman as your, as your primary, as your, you know, as your main right back or Robin Gossens, again, excellent. But I think they have that quality to really take uh, uh, to order to make you uh, European champions. So I don't expect much from Germany, really. If if they were to you know not make it past the group stage, I would really understand. They, <laughs> you know, they always have next. They always have next time because again, they use the young, the young, the young players will only get comfortable in the system and grow into into more mature players and more experienced players at this stage and really able to deliver at some point. Really fancy much Yeah, I think I think for me, um I think they, they, they actually have a lot to lose, especially if especially they uh, they have to get out of this group. Um I don't think that will be will be a, will be actually a very good finish for them. I think they'll be criticized a lot for that, not only from Germany but from Europe as a whole. But I also I also think that players like Timo Werner, um, players like um, Sane. Obviously, Sane, Sane is actually a talent within the side. But I think some of these players um, are actually they, they they can have terrible seasons and just get called into the side. Obviously, Timovana has had a run in the game. He has but really you know, what, what I don't understand is Timovana is uh, in in the domestic Cup Premier League. He doesn't 
doesn't perform but you know when he's called up in international duty man you see you see and a very different timovan honestly yeah. <laughs> you see him you see him coming up you know you see him scoring goals so i don't really understand but yeah because he also he, he scored the other day obviously in the yeah. friendly that they had um, I, th- i think they beat they beat someone 7 7 nil um, i think timovana got us uh, i think he got a goal he have scored um, three assists i think it was that i think to assist and to assist and goal um but like also i think i think it will be it will be make or break because um hansi flick is not a manager that likes to play around obviously his move from bayern after after just winning the champions league um, was very unexpected but like i think um some of these players will actually need to perform in this tournament to be able to earn another call up especially with the world cup coming up next year I have a question for you. Okay, with the, when you look at uh, like Leroy Sane, he was he was really good at Man City, and we had I remember that 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 uh, that season they won their first their first Premier League. We, we, we were talking of Leroy Sane, Leroy Sane man at the, the wing, but and uh, you see when when he left Man City, I I I don't think he has really he has really played. the way people were expecting him to play when he was at Man City so do you really think he will perform in in this tournament um i think i think um his performance the, the thing i think i think with city is that um i think he had a very good chemistry with, with, with players like sterling obviously that season that sterling um, scored a lot of goals i think it was the second time winning the premier league but also you were at very good chemistry with Sterling and De Bruyne um we all remember that assist um yeah, against yeah. Oxiti a game that they won 7-2 De Bruyne with that um assist just cutting the grass and getting to Sane at the far post but like um i think i think also i think you are right when it comes to Sane um, performing at Bayern um i think for me i think i think his his performances have actually gone down especially considering that Bayern have a lot of wingers Bayern has a lot of wingers, Kingsley Coman, Sadio Mane. These are players that actually Sane got them in the football club, so he's actually trying to compete with them. Um, I think he had a breakdown with, with Pep, um, that's why he left City. But for this tournament, you can actually see him being used more as a sub, like he was used um, in this game that they won 7-0 the other day. But I like the player. I like him a lot. I actually like. I actually. I would actually have preferred him um, playing for Senegal with Mane, but like, um, I, I, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope I, I'm wrong. But like, um, at at Bayern, I, I see it being very difficult for him. But Bayern are, are, are will get in a new manager. Um, we'll see how they how they suit up and what it means for Sane um, in the next season. Linus, do you have anything else to say before we wrap this up? It's all. It's. It, I think it's almost two hours now. Um. Uh, just that um, I'm looking forward to a very exciting tournament, and uh, this will be an interesting year because in other, you know the hundred players in most national sides, uh, this will be their swan song at least maybe if not on this on the international stage at least um, in the Euros. So I believe I'll be looking out for not necessarily who performs well. But uh, uh, which side is able to, you know, really have that transition where, you know, where the old players are able to usher in the new players and, you know, really indicate uh, um, who will have a, a full time going forward. Um, 
As for me, I think I'll be shopping for center backs. I, I think I'll be shopping when, when I'll be watching this. I think I'll be shopping for center backs. Man, we need we, Man United needs a center back. Um, we can't play with Bailey and 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 Lindelof. Man, those days are shambles, man. So basically, we only have one center back. You already saw center back in your Euro finals when you in your in your yeah, yeah we, when you're playing. Yeah, yeah, we have a star in we have a star in Harry Maguire. It's it's funny you call him. I, I don't know. Was it in, that, in this podcast where you called him? Uh, you know, you paid eighty million pounds for a fridge. It was yeah. the other one. <laughs> Basically, you guys should go back and listen to other episodes, man. Those are hilarious. Yeah. I mean, so, so the fridge comes last one. Now, yeah, you know, the fridge <laughs> comes to it. The fridge is now a star. Yeah, the fridge is now a star. The fridge, the fridge actually, if we played the, the Europa final, we would have won. So, <laughs> but like, um, I'm, I'll be shopping for center backs. I'll be shopping for a right winger. I'm hoping Sancho makes the move to Man United this season. It, the, the conditions, the circumstances are actually very right for him to come. I think we'll be talking about the transfer in another podcast. You guys should watch out for that. But like, I'll be shopping. I'll be shopping for, for a defensive midfielder, a center back, and a right winger. So um, I think those are the key positions that my club needs um, to do better than two next season. So um, that's that's what I'll be watching out for in this in this tournament. I, I, I don't if Portugal win the tournament, um, that would be a plus. That would actually add to the legacy. But I think it's a long shot um, to actually say that they will. But um, if they don't, I'll be fine with that. I'll, I'll just, I'm, I'm going to watch the Euros for shopping, basically. Marsh, cutting shots. Okay. Which teams are you supporting? Um, I'm, 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 me, I'm just, I'm, I'm just in Portugal. I don't care about any other team. I, I don't care about France. I know, you know, I know, I, I know they just might. Win. I don't care about France, but I, I love Pogi. Shout out Pogi, man. Paul Pogba, Labile. Shout out. <laughs> well, well, I'm, 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 I'm for France and England. Those are the two teams that yeah, you're supporting. Yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. So me, I'm Portugal and England. Disappointment is awaiting all of you. Uh, I'd say, <laughs> <laughs> I'd say Belgium yeah, so, and Denmark. Those are the teams I'll be looking out for. Yeah, those those two guys are in Group B. Yeah, yeah, people from Group yeah, so, B. That's so, so so Them will actually be playing the number one um, group in another in another in the number one team in another group. Yeah, and I believe. Either group A or group C, because that's how yeah, that's how that's how bracketed. I think the math is against. You. I think you're <laughs> the one who will cry um, after after the knockout stages. I no 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 because I, I I want Belgium because I'm I'm pretty sure Belgium could make the quarters. Uh, if 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 the draw was to go how you'd expect it, they wouldn't meet any big guy along the way. So they have a yeah. chance of making the quarters, and you know, a very good side. Yeah. Who can you know disappoint? <laughs> yeah, man, those are yeah, also, shots. Also, um, also to Pablo, uh, if if you if you're looking for centre backs, um, uh, two players you should watch: uh, Paul Torres for Spain and mm-hmm. Jules Kounde for France. Although although Kounde might not get a lot of minutes, but sh- when you know when he's on the pitch, you should uh, look at how he plays. He'd switch uh, in the refrigerator at your club. 
I'll still say Magoy is overrated. Where does Jules Kunde play? Does he play for Lille in the in France? Uh, is it Marseille? I've let me see. I don't think he'll get much me a lot of minutes, especially considering Presnel Kimpembe is still in that France side. He plays for Sevilla. He plays for Sevilla. Yeah, but yeah, but yes. like I also remember you. Uh, I also remember you talking about Ta a few years back, um, playing for Leverkusen and nothing happened there. So uh, I can't trust you when it comes to something about. Ah, you win some, you lose some. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Obviously, obviously, Ta is doing yeah, incredibly well in the Bundesliga, but um, it just doesn't gotten that that move. Um, but like it's, it will be difficult in this tournament. I'm hoping that um, my teams actually do well. I'm hoping that I actually get a few center backs because my my center back to the tournament is Benoit. I like Benoit. I have liked him since they won the championship with Leeds um, with Marcelo Bielsa at the helm. But like um, I'll be shopping for center backs, defensive midfielders, and wingers. Um, I'll actually um, try to, to tweet out a dude and see if you can get his number and see if you can actually um, make a transfer happen. Because man, we need we need transfers at Man United. But that's the parting shot. Do you guys have any shout-outs before we leave? It's it's more than two hours. Yeah, um basically basically Marsh is on Twitter. You can follow him on Twitter at Marsh underscore Manuel. Yeah. Yeah, you can follow him on Instagram at Marsh Manuel. Marsh Marsh Manuel. Manuel. Yeah. Um Linus, did you create a Twitter or an Instagram yet? No, not yet. <laughs> Are you planning to? Not in the foreseeable future. <laughs> yeah, man. Linus is not on the socials, but basically you can follow the pod and on Twitter at Third World Pod. You can follow the pod on Instagram at Three at the World Perspective. And follow me on Twitter at Pablo Iconyera. Usually tweeting about major sports. Um, I'm actually excited about the NFL. Um, something, a lot of things are happening in that spectrum. Um, you can also follow me. I'm, I'm tweeting about that as well. But Basically, we're excited for the Euros. Um, you can support the pod, whoever listener support segment. Obviously, we don't have supporter. We don't have um, supporters yet. You can support the pod. We're not sponsored yet, so you can support the pod with as little as a dollar, five dollars, or ten dollars. Um, basically, just supporters. If the um, listen to the pods, man, share it out to their friends. Um, you can put it on your statuses, tweet it out. We can. Re- we always retweet um, if we if we tweet it out. Um, basically support the pod, man. Help us to grow, man. Help us to create a lot of content for you guys, man. This is the longest episode we've ever done. This has been our 50th episode. Thank you guys for listening. Um, I don't know if many of you will get to two hours plus, but thank <laughs> you guys for listening, man. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Say, say bye. Peace out. Bye. Bye. Say bye, man. I said bye. I'm over you for. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, see you the next one. <laughs> <laughs>